Welcome to Love Lighthouse and I have truly put this into practice today, this entire word that you're about to hear, the entire message. I've even re-listened to it and then re-added to it. I have definitely seen a return for my investment and this has definitely been added on to as it is with my relationship with God, which is love. Thanks be to God. You know, this came up today and I made sure to make a note of it. And our bishop had said, if we're going to start with any, anything, and this is what I reiterate as well, um, through having that entire project, through having my name, through being in this way, is that love is the most important of all. And you're going to hear how that in terms of perhaps what you would maybe more so think of as charity, goodwill, that's perhaps how that level of love came across during um, the rally, for example, and then everything actually that I do. But there are various levels of love, as we know. But our bishop today did reiterate this and pointed out that if we're going to start with any scripture, we should really be starting with this that we read today. And being perhaps one of the most important, this is true. It's from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31 and 13, 13. Okay. Be ambitious for the higher gifts and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything, and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it but am without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It is never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. But if there are gifts of prophecy... The time will come when they must fail, or the gift of languages. It will not continue forever, and knowledge for this too. The time will come when it must fail, for our knowledge is imperfect and our prophesying is imperfect, but once perfection comes, all imperfect things will disappear. When I was a child, I used to talk like a child and think like a child and argue like a child, but now I am a man. All childish ways are put behind me. Now we are seeing a dim reflection in a mirror. But then we shall be seeing face to face. The knowledge that I have now is imperfect. But then I shall know as fully as I am known. In short, there are three things that last. Faith, hope and love. 
and the greatest of these is love. Wow, oh my goodness. So welcome to this extra broadcast here on Saturday, the 29th of January, 2022. Do you know, when I came in straight away, I was really quite like, um, I don't know, I think probably just like a lot of energy and everything. But for some reason, I said 2020 on my first recording of this. Welcome everyone to this extra broadcast here on the 29th, Saturday the 29th of January 2020. Yeah, so um, that's really strange, like I do not know why I would do that. Um, obviously, like thinking back to the very beginning stages of uh, coronavirus and um, obviously 2020 being like such a year for that and all this around about this time you know we really got to um see some visions literally you know with that 2020 like 2020 vision as well some visions that we may have wanted and some visions unfortunately many visions that we probably all didn't really want to see <clears throat> I mean, you know, it was the difference as well between those of the faithful and those that were unfaithful. The difference between clean and unclean, well and ill, and all of these different things all playing out on the world stage entirely around the world. And it really showed us, and I talk a little bit later about, you know, that door being closed, but it was almost like the father it's like the Father's will was coming in to action no matter what. And the doors being closed and that particular um, matter was the Father protecting us. Father, God protecting us, the Father in heaven. The doors that were closed in those times would show us Even situations like who is really in our life and who is really unfaithful, who cares about people and who really doesn't. Because right at the beginning, nobody knew what was happening. No one knew. We were all trying our best together. Obviously, as the time went on, we kind of, we get a little bit more scope about it, a bit more realisation, other different solutions, a little bit more kind of... um creativity a little bit more wisdom from God and understanding but right at that beginning of that um 2019 and then when it kind of hit here in the UK in 2020 devastating um for people but you know so many amazing realizations out of that time as well and we just pray for everybody being impacted during this time that the faith and love of God will see all through and just to keep standing in that faith and love with it all working out um, eventually coming to full fruition of, of actually what is 
best after such an awful time for so many people really did it it showed us truthfully as well because obviously it was a time when people were being like mass tested and still are to a certain extent and you could see who was kind of I mean I'm not saying it's this way all the time because like you can go and touch a screen or something and that might be enough you know to but really we could see who was actually following the rules and who wasn't and yes there is a kind of by the law and then those are by the faith but that doesn't mean to say that every single person that's going against the law is doing that out of faith some are doing it out of unfaithfulness glory to god this is the main point i'm saying glory to god not because people are doing things out of unfaithfulness absolutely not in any way is that good ever but what i'm doing is i'm saying glory to god because and for this huge realization of just the culmination of of course we realized it then but it's it's bringing it together and really kind of presenting it here so again the difference is the motivation behind everything the intent behind everything what is it that's motivating is it god or is it something else is it you know is it righteous good intent or is it something that is really like cd undesirable not good just like the lowest of the low kind of thing like what is it and so therefore you get to see who people really are and I must admit I I do see and just when we're talking about I and then I do see I do understand that my vision's many of them have come to light and one of them I didn't enjoy at all and I guess maybe I didn't really know how powerful I was in them and it came to pass I was like oh my gosh you know I was hoping that if one thing happened it would save my child and it would restore um, everything to a greater level with us if another thing occurred and unfortunately, that other thing did occur and it wasn't nice for or good for anyone. It wasn't great. It wasn't me that, that ultimately like wanted that, but I was putting my child first. And no, it's not something that I did. I haven't done anything like wrong or anything weird. It was someone else that did, um, that impacted um, my family. Um, but they had been kind of like seemingly like this throughout, you know, um, the entire time I'd just been a very forgiving person but this was the kind of final cut-off point and it's just like been over this period of time it's just made it really really obvious but we're going to get back to um you know this particular day we're going to look at um you know where we are now with the pandemic and um all the different realizations you know so much study over such a long period of time now and then, you know, coming to the fore with regards to the vaccine mandate. And I can say today, I'm really thankful. Not only have we heard that in England, they have retracted the vaccine um, passport, but they've retracted the vaccine mandate for NHS workers now here as well. I was just literally um, heard that not long ago today. So that's really great news. And we're just waiting for, obviously, our other countries to catch up. But yes, it seems like, um, yeah, that is showing like a gateway and a doorway as well, because obviously that's an alignment 
for the most part, I would say, um, with what I believe in, I don't believe in like retracting all measures. Like, so I kind of I'm still sitting in between, obviously, and still agreeing with my own country with regards to that. So I think overall we we've, we've got a good balance, but hopefully as time goes on, we'll start to see. We might even see the pandemic fizzle out. Who knows? Whatever we need to do, we'll we'll try and all do our best together. But um, yeah, when it becomes illogical or not sensible, we have to kind of like work towards something better there for sure. So that's all um, on the go. So I'm going to let us get back to this brilliant broadcast. It's all based on the um, the rally that we had. And of course, my perspective coming um, to it from a place of really just thankfulness to God um, for all that I've already said was starting to kind of like get into um, position and, and getting everything sort of like sorted there um, within the United Kingdom so just seeing that unfold already um, was my position or my main position um, if I had to take a slight you know other kind of um, possession than I did but that was my main one was in thankfulness okay so um let's get back to it with regards to like vision as well 2020 vision and the fact that I could feel that there was something coming on the way like there was something in a shared vision somewhere of like knowing like foresight knowing or just a sense of something's coming on um and then it did so um definitely not hindsight definitely foresight or like a kind of feeling more so than anything um and there were a lot of messages coming out round about the time as well i felt kind of like called to kind of bring um through the holy spirit um yeah so it was really interesting that i'd actually just say the year 2020 but obviously you know everything happens for a reason imagine that like I don't even say 2021 like I'm always saying 2022 so the fact that I don't even like say last year's like year anymore um it's really really strange because I'm always on the ball so I really do feel that there's something that we need to retrace our steps with we need to go back in time with regards to something to do with the beginning stages of the pandemic you see we were talking about this and we're going to get into the main broadcast in just a minute, but I'm adding to this just now. <sighs> so at the beginning stages of it, nobody really knew what on earth was going on. I knew I felt something was definitely occurring um, through the Holy Spirit with God and that things were unfolding in terms of wisdom about it. Yeah, it's an ascension point and this is a really weird situation. Like, I knew, like... um doors were being closed off like areas of things were being closed off but not in a bad way um and some people though I think when these things happen they do look at like just the bad points like it can be so scary because it's such a huge change you know what I mean in comparison to the way that they've been living before so when like I'm a pandemic actually hits multiple like multi-countries um, and multiple people therefore like every single person just about but we now have new knowledge um, 
that we didn't hold then. In fact, we've got new knowledge on this every single day. So it's a progressive thing. And back at the beginning, when we knew, we had to kind of take major like shifts and changes. It was just such an interesting time. It really was something else. And then, you know, now we can see that there's also a group of people that are actually immune to the impacts. Um, It doesn't impact them in a negative way. Like, they are perhaps positively, and I don't mean that in just like a positive like result for coronavirus. I mean, like, there are good results with them. Like, their immunity boosts interestingly and um, like or their immunity is boosted rather and um so that's another kind of piece as well to the puzzle that perhaps we didn't really think about or know to think about at the very beginnings of this like way back even in 2020 but I do feel that you know it's something that's going to come to us or perhaps more than just one piece of information or one realization like an epiphany something like that is going to come across because of this pinpointed request which has come from me saying the year 2020 and really like I'm always on the ball you know what I'm like 2022 (laughs) I'm like oh my goodness so 2022 obviously that I wouldn't even say like even 2021 like that is just an obvious thing that some people do is like they go back to like the previous year but the fact that I've said 2020 obviously yeah it's gonna spring up in my mind absolutely especially with the fact this is to do with the pandemic but and when it started but there's there's got to be a reason as well for why and I think it's asking us to take a look back and just perhaps meditate on different things with regards to it. Now, as it is a time of progress, um, it's important, you know, that yeah, we do understand different people are on different levels of their progress too and on their faith. And then, you know, the in-between stage and things like that and with regards to how they like, go about everything. Um, and... We can't force everyone's like levels. It's the same as you can't force a vaccine. You can't force their levels either. So it's important to be sensitive as well and appropriate. So we need to kind of like remember even after these times, these days, like if you've had, you know, for me, I find it really quite, thankfully quite easy. Like I can deal with it because I have a good relationship with God. But if some people, like maybe they've been in communications or discussions, like I'm really thankful for mine, thank goodness just to point that out um but perhaps you've been in discussions or things or maybe things were said to you which challenged you in a way as well but it's also important for you to put like your time with God um you know as a priority and just mull over things and just make sure you that you're on the right path with God and then that way you can move forward in a fruitful way and still kind of like maintain your own integrity of your personal integrity which means that like no one else can decide the integrity for you. It's like you are called in that way with God and you have that role to do X, Y and Z. And so you have to 
that is your integrity. Whereas someone might be looking at doing things like EFG, that kind of thing. So, you know what I mean? It's like there are different processes for different people and different things that mean integrity to them. So you might have to look still, for example, for me, like... I know that um, when I'm in certain situations, like I am probably going to still be doing all these different kind of certain measures that I can manage to do. I'm not just going to stop um, taking part in the measures. Like I do not have the same thought processes with regards to everybody on these in terms of like conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I do not have those same issues. So I'm really quite okay with that at this stage of where I'm at it might change I don't know again we're all in progression and we need to stop looking back and and saying well why did they do this then if they're not doing this now everything is progression that's why so now I know new things I know more and I'm on a new level. I've got new things I need to do. We're at a different place with the pandemic as well. There's all this that we've come a long, long way. But there are still some things that I'll still be doing. I do not have an issue or a problem, as I've said, as you're going to find out um, as we go through this with the measures in general. I think if they're sensible and measured measures, then that's good. But as soon as it becomes not sensible and not measured and kind of extreme, that's when I just do not, I think that's kind of, you know, you've got to be balanced, you've got to be logical and appropriate and rational about things. As soon as things get illogical, irrational, it just becomes ridiculous. So obviously I can support things that make sense or sensible and not things (laughs) that are just not sensible. That's just obvious. That should be really 100% obvious. Anyway, just wanted to point that out there about the Harkening back to the year 2020. Now, it's not even 2021. I mean, 2019, we're getting, you know, some sort of issues of of thoughts with regards to things, maybe perhaps like a nudge or an idea. But 2020, that year, there's going to be something specifically that you're going to have to look to within your own life and something that happened around about then. Maybe to do with the pandemic, I think it probably would be since that's what we're know this is all based on um but there'll be something there I believe that God is drawing us to for a particular reason that we should really take note of Mm. okay (laughs) let's get back on with this broadcast well it was really good today to be able to meet together with so many people obviously with a fair amount of still somewhat of a social distance. Some people obviously do just, you know, want to come up and hug. I'm not gonna, you know. And so that is that was all well managed and all the rest of it. But just lovely to to meet so many great people coming together that even although we have perhaps different ideas with the different types of measures, we were certainly all able to come together with this one, which is extremely serious because it is a form of pushing of drugs is a drug coercion. A vaccine is a type of drug and it is 
um, undergoing or has been um, part of a coercive programme and process by which people have been, um, some would say some might have felt intimidated. Uh, I can't say I have. Um, but, you know, basically you get to do this, this and this if you've had the vaccine. That's kind of been what it's been like to the recent, up until the recent um, kind of like last little while. In fact, um, for much of us here in Scotland, of course, that may still stand. Like even just to get into a football match, as far as I know, like if anyone wanted to go along to air football match, they would have to actually have a vaccine passport or some sort of an excuse. Um, and it's like, but if you're healthy and you don't want to become ill as a result of taking this, you don't want to, obviously you would be ill spiritually because um, the connections with the way that it's tested. So from the spiritual to the mental, emotional and down into the physical, like how that impacts is, you know, most people are fairly clear on that. Not all of us have all of the, you know, information that we perhaps maybe need. Maybe it's time to try and investigate a little bit more about that. Um, I know that it has been coming up for me. It has been increasing the more that I go into prayer. Um, and remember, we're always told to go into that private place where we'll be able to get more wisdom and clarity. So if we continue to do that, to seek the answers to these things, we can build up information together and come to greater ways of living um, and greater ways of respect with each other. Um, with ourselves, you know, first and foremost, I mean, that's got to be where it starts. That's that's the big thing. And that's why empowerment is so important, because the more we realise our own power, the more we know how to coexist together in ways which are more harmonious with other people as well. But certainly it's not very harmonious to be making out that such and such gets this vaccine, they get to do this. And if that other person, perhaps even for not just the ethical reasons, but for let's just say their health reasons like if they got that perhaps they're in a group where let's say they're more likely to suffer from having that vaccine if they were to have it but they're completely um fully healthy now in the way it's just that they maybe have a hereditary um medical condition or potentially likely to let's just say that for example like you can't just say right that person that's healthy now you're going to go and make them safe by making them unsafe. You're going to make them healthy by making them unhealthy. It just doesn't bear any weight. It's illogical and it's irrational. Like entirely irrational. Like I don't totally blame any of the leaders for this either. I don't think that they would do this on purpose. I know some people have, you know, conspiracy theories and things. And they are concerned. I don't think it's that way at all. I really don't. Um, I think much of our world is just, we have grown into this world where a lot of these things have just been the way of life. Like even vaccines, thinking of it as, oh yes, okay, because it happened early on in schools. And this is why we have to really like speak up for children as well. We can't just like, you know, send them off as if they don't matter and just like let them go on with it. We have to actually educate ourselves and make sure that we're respecting the gift of life that we've been given with our children, whether, you know, biological or spiritual or, you know, um, even as guides, as people who are um, guardians as well as parents, um, you know, 
aunties and uncles, all these different people that should be caring, really kind of need to think about themselves so they can then think about these other children and stand up for them because quite often they're in an otherwise potentially coercive environment, being that of the school. Now, luckily, (laughs) here we are pretty much fairly fortunate with regards to how our country is run overall Um, and the countries that are within the United Kingdom. We are overall very fortunate. You only have to look over to Brussels and see the mess that was going on there to see how they were spoken to um, by a leader over in that direction to understand just how fortunate we actually are in comparison. We don't want to compare ourselves with others either though, so we don't know what they're going through and how their interactions have led to that in the first place. And we can't just pick a situation perhaps out of, you know, a multitude of, of um, interactions and reciprocity that may have been going between the people and their leaders. But when you just see it as it is, the way that, that you know, that one particular leader who will be remaining nameless, the way that he was reported, and this is a key point, reported. We don't know. I didn't hear um, any French of him saying what he was suggested to have said. Most people will know this by now. But you know, he said that he wants to, you know what, all the unvaccinated, reportedly that is, important, reportedly. So this is really um, something to kind of like bear in mind. But from what we could see, it doesn't look too great. Um, we can kind of see that we are definitely doing a lot better in that way. Now, I'm just bearing in mind, I was kind of trying to kind of claw back there because what came to mind was um, that broadcast that came out about don't even speak about what they do in secret. They, you know. Ah, And I almost spoke about it because you could almost become a partaker. God help me. Have mercy. Help me walk through this particular broadcast without going into that type of detail again now that I've cottoned on to that. Okay, ultimately though it was very successful, it was really well organised overall or managed or the way that we went about it together. It was a really good atmosphere overall. Again, we didn't always agree on all the, the same things. I'm not saying that there was an open disagreement but... Obviously, I'm a little bit more measured and stable with regards to the measures. Like, I'm all for sensible measures. I don't see any problem with that. But it's as soon as something becomes strange, weird, coercive, illogical, irrational, unfair, that's what I don't like. Like, I don't see a huge big problem with all the other different types of measures. There's a multitude, and there's a multitude of ways in which many different people can manage to take part in them. But obviously, I learned along the way that even like the likes of, oh, I'm not going to say too much about it, but even the likes of mask wearing, we have to like reconsider like people could be really, really like weak. Mm, they might find it difficult to like breathe and things like that if they have a mask on. <sighs> now, I'm really healthy. I am so thankful for that, that I don't have any problems with that. So I couldn't empathise. I couldn't understand any other way in which it would be difficult for anyone to wear a mask. I didn't know uh, there was any difficulty or how there could possibly be. But then when you start to have certain situations occur, you can get a little bit more empathy. So for me, it was 
I was actually in church over the new year. Well, we were doing our prayer for peace on the 31st, right? What people call Hogmanay. New Year's Eve. And on that evening, I had actually um, already been part of a fast, a full day fast. Um, and I was going to be carrying that on into the first. I don't usually do things to this extent um, on purpose, but this was on purpose and I was kind of trying my best with it. And of course, doing that, something I'm not used to doing, led to me really being quite faint, <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know, I can do like mini fast, I'll do like a Facebook fast or something like that. I'm still in the middle of that, like an overall thing, nothing like extreme, but just, you know, not really using it overall for a period of five months, that kind of thing. That's easy. But obviously, we are used to eating food, food something that we need to be nurtured with. So first, the food of God and also you know, the word of God and actual physical food. So you can understand what kind of way that put me in, how that might have impacted my body just for that time. It had great impacts spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and I would think physically overall because it's kind of building up like greater ability to be able to do things that my body maybe perhaps wouldn't have been able to do before. So it was helpful that way. Um... And obviously, you know, instead of to be thinking about eating all the time or thinking about my stomach or thinking about like the more sensual things of life, like how something tastes and all the rest of it, like to just give that full time to God was brilliant. So, so many great points from it. But I did notice I was like kind of like lightheaded and like, whoa. And it really, really like it, you know, I'm fairly humble. I'm confident, but I'm humble. Um, But that really like, <sighs> that really kind of like, brought out like far more I would say of like the feminine aspect much more kind of like subdued that kind of thing um but it was a point in time where I did realize that I couldn't wear that mask like I had to take it off I felt so sick and again that's probably because my body needed more oxygen it needed more of other things in order for it to function at its highest especially under those conditions. Now, I'm not saying that everybody would be in those conditions and that they should be fasting or that they would be fasting in order to become um, that way. It could be something that leads someone to feel like that on an ongoing basis. It might not be related to food. It could be anything that makes them feel weaker. But if they do feel like that, then obviously like that could be really difficult for them. Like I literally couldn't. I just had to take off. Um... <clears throat> Um, but I followed that and I luckily I was like standing, you know, at the back of the church anyway and um, plenty of like fresh air coming in and stuff like that. So it was all right um, from that perspective and it was like, you know, we were all seating or standing um, and it was all spread out, socially distanced, so totally like fine that way. But um, <clears throat> it did give me that empathy to see um, what it could be like for some people you know, that might actually go through that on a normal basis. But anyway, I do know that there are many different types of masks. Like, you don't have to wear one, like, over your actual, you know, like, nose and stuff like that. You could have, like, a kind of visor thing. There's so many different types. Um, so I am okay with measures that are sensible in general. 
as long as they work for the person and it's, you know, it's in tandem with what's right for everybody. Like, it helps everybody. But as soon as it becomes, as I say, strange, weird, coercive, manipulative, unfair, um, you know, unethical, um, or like potentially harmful, it doesn't make sense if it's illogical, irrational, as I say, like, I just, I cannot, obviously, I'm not going to be able to, like, be aligned to anything like that, I just couldn't, how could you, like, unless you didn't, you know, unless you didn't have thought process or wisdom or ability to discern, you would find it very difficult to just go along with something that makes no sense, so, um, again, there's also the question of, well, what about faith, do you believe in God to do that, yeah, I think, you know, there's a cut-off point. There's also, like, listening to, to God uh, and, you know, you're not going to get involved with, like, doing things that are sinful or wrong or inappropriate, are you? We don't get away with doing things on purpose. Like, this is all written about as well. So although we have faith for God and salvation overall, when we have an awareness for what is right and what is perhaps not right, you, you know, you want to go along to the best of your ability with what really feels right. You don't just choose, like, a strange idea to do something strange. Generally speaking, human beings don't tend to do that. So it's natural for us to feel strange about a vaccine and about a vaccine mandate, especially in this instance, with the ethic rating of it. And also, you know, with the obvious there, but also some of the real obvious conditions and potential side effects with regards to it too. So that being said, as I say, we're all able to come together for that today. It was very successful, overall well managed um, and good atmosphere. A lot of interaction from people that maybe perhaps didn't know about it that were in restaurants or right about people coming out and giving sort of like a positive um, reinforcement and you know lots of thumbs up and things like that um I was really pleased to see that in particular especially as I was holding you know my own um particular poster which is very very godly based um it was so important to do that today like I had a lot of prayer about it there were many different things I could have had stated and I felt like it was most important to be in thanks look what have we already got let's not be ungrateful or unthankful this is not about just being a rebel without a cause it's about being respectful to everybody there but also promoting what's right. So these coupled together um, really helped me to choose what I was going to say on my poster. So hopefully many people did see it and um, read it and I think it went really well overall, which is good. And my poster said, God, thank you for fighting the coercive drug problems in Scotland. It's the same thing, isn't it? As we say. So it's one big area which is being targeted and is being seen to. It's the coercive drug problem. 
whether it's a vaccine or other or anything, the whole lot needs to be dealt with. It's all the one thing, despite the fact that one may have a slightly different intent from the other. It is a problem, nevertheless, which is being tackled, and I'm so thankful for that. It has already been retracted in terms of the actual vaccine passport, that is, in the United Kingdom from England, which is great news. They're making progress. So it's just us and some of the other devolved countries now. Again, I'm all for being sensible and measured. I don't mind that, yes. But when it comes to things that are just potentially really harmful because of the unethical points of it and then how it can impact people straight away, um, as well as the long-term, like the long-term impacts, because it is a seed. Anything which you plant or take within yourself is a seed. How you take it is is a seed as well. Um, that's why it talks about in the Bible, anything that you can be thankful for. So if you can't be thankful for that, which of course, you know, I mean, you've got to really be mindful of what your body thinks about this. Now, people taking this without realising, not having any, like, clue about it, may still have impacts, side effects, whatever. But generally speaking, they haven't done anything wrong because they haven't intended to do that. But people that do have a bit more wisdom, they're a bit more educated about these different things, of course, it's very serious for them. And it's kind of like a whole different kettle fish. It's a whole different ball game altogether. And so we have to really think to ourselves, is it right that those people that didn't understand, that didn't have the wisdom about this, is it right for them to be able to consent to do things like that to their own body? I don't think so, all right? Because to be able to consent, you have to be able to form an informed idea, a set point from which to make your decision based upon. If you can't do that because you don't understand it, even that in and of itself, the consent of doing something, if you can't consent because you can't understand something fully, you therefore are putting yourself at a greater risk because you don't understand it. In many cases, this can be very problematic. So there's so many different areas you have to look at. Of course, children that are very young, babies, etc., when they're going through like anything to do with um, medical profession, it's a little bit more difficult to, obviously, to kind of just say, right, you can't. <laughs> so the parent needs to kind of take more of a control there for sure. But it's still really important that, you know, parents of teenagers and below, even parents of like older children too, like if they still have, you know, information that they need to gather on things, they can still be helped and guided. It's really important, like no matter what age your child is, you never stop being a parent, you should never stop caring for them. So, so important. Anyway, it was successful overall, as I do say, so I'm thankful very, very thankful for that. Um, and yes, I must say, if any of you get to hear this, thanks again to um, Mr. Is it, I think it's Cameron. 
Graham oh, Crawford, Graham Crawford, and also to Steve and Olivia, and also to Gordon, and to um, Scott, Scotty and Iona, and Alistair, Theo I believe, and um, also Alan. Um, and I'm sure I've oh wait a minute there's someone else along with Alistair as well I can't remember his name is it another Gordon I can't remember but I'll soon see him again no doubt um, this is the thing when like, you meet so many different people <laughs> You've, it's like your first time I've ever like, meeting these people and then getting their names but um, it was lovely to see you all and, uh, you know, those of you that I didn't quite catch your name and things, thank you to everybody, even people that um, we didn't manage to speak to. Thank you so much for um, all of your good vibes. <laughs> I'm not going to say positive in this during uh, a pandemic, etc. But you know what I mean. Thank you so much for all of your good vibes, all um, just a good atmosphere, the kind of like collaboration as well, like understanding different people and different ideas but the measures overall. Some of us are a bit more balanced, but definitely when it comes to like the vaccine mandate and vaccine passports being retracted, absolutely all for that, for sure. Um, it's important to stand up for each other as well. So really, really impressed, really pleased with that. And blessings, stay healthy and well. And look out for these wonderful broadcasts coming up. We've got so many that have um, come before this too. We're heading into March 2022, God willing, with lots more for you in store. And I am doing all this at the very end of January, um, as you heard. So we're so ahead of schedule that I'm just so pleased. So do check out lots of these broadcasts that I've got for you up until this point as well. And um, yeah, <laughs> the next one will be for the 1st of March 2022. Now, remember, you can subscribe perhaps to the different platform that you found this particular broadcast on. We are with many different platforms. I don't know what you have come to us with um, today, but do let me know. You can leave me a message as well, perhaps, on your platform. Some of them do have that ability to do that, to leave messages and things. So go ahead and you can, you're more than welcome to do that as well. And yeah, do subscribe um, on whatever platform you're on as well. I know we're with Anchor, Spotify and also Apple Podcasts to say the very um, least. We are on so many other platforms as well. So thank you once again to all of the platforms. And I hope to be able to say the different names of them. I'm like, I know there's definitely like another like couple and one in particular, but I'm just waiting to make sure it's a definite. And then when it is, and I know it is, despite the name of it, I will be sharing that with you and all the others too. Um, I noticed we were on like, what, eight or nine at one point, but now we've got like a three kind of major main ones, which I'm so impressed with, um, perhaps four or five, six or seven. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for all of your love and support um, for yourselves as well as for me and for each other with all your good intent. May all you who bless me be truly blessed. In the name of Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.